What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? And I'm your hostel to all my K-pop peeps out there. My name is Denise, and welcome back to yet another episode of my podcast called That K-Pop Talk, where every week I give you the news and reviews of the latest and greatest in Korean popular music, of course. So sit back and relax. I would love it if you could click, like, share, and subscribe to my podcast channel. And if you would love to be a part of this podcast family on a deeper level, you can help support by clicking the link in the description box for that as well. Okay, so K-pop news is coming up next. I don't want you to go anywhere because we have a very exciting episode for you. It's BTS Festa Month. So sit back, relax. K-pop news is coming up next. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for K-pop news. And just to let you guys know, I will get to BTS, but it's always going to be doing my BTS segment because, you know, of course, we got to talk about the Festa. But first, I will start off with K-pop news like I always do. And my headline news is Jenny from Blackpink. Now, Jenny has been in the news for the past couple of weeks, especially on my podcast, because a lot of things has been going on in Jenny's life, i.e. the whole Kim Young thing that happened a month ago in Paris. Um, also with the Chanel red carpet when, you know, she was trying to wave and, um, well, they wanted her to wave, not her trying to wave. They wanted her to wave and she couldn't. And they sort of got sort of snappy with her on that. And then the whole thing about her being on the idol, how she got her lines cut. And then she was not seen in such a positive light on the idol. And so many, you know, critics is trying to, you know, critique her being on the idol. And then, you know, what the fans are saying about it. So she's been in the news a lot right well now there's something else that happened so there was a concert in melbourne australia and jenny had to walk off mid-concert because she just isn't feeling sorry feeling well her health has been declining now this is what i gotta say about that i don't think sometimes it's a two-way street i think sometimes it's idols or as K-pop artists, they don't speak up for themselves when their body is shutting down. A lot of times, and I'm going to use my daughter, for example, because like I said, she's in the industry. A lot of times I can see my daughter going, 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 and I have to be the one to slow her down. And she's about to be 30 in two weeks. And I still have to say, hey, you need to slow down. You're doing too much because your body would just give out on you. And I really think a lot of times artists not just k-pop artists but artists in general they have a huge schedule now it is imperative that these performers these artists no matter what genre the entertainment industry is and athletes as well they get the proper rest you can't just keep going 150 miles per hour 365 days a year 24 hours a day seven days a week 12 months just keep going and going and going and going. It doesn't work like that. You have to rest. And in Jenny's um, circumstance, she hasn't been getting rest. I, I believe um, when I saw her at the Chanel event, it looked like she had bags under her eyes, actually. And even at the um, Calma Klein event, when she released her capsule collection, she looked pretty tired then, too. So Jenny... I need to tell you to get your rest. I hope she gets all the rest that she needs because they are going back on tour in July. I believe it's like the end of July they're going to resume their tour. And I just want her to be able to be well rested when she gets back. So Jenny, I'm not mad at you and I'm pretty sure your real Blink fans are not mad at you for walking off because you have to look out for yourself. So kudos to you, Jenny, for speaking up and saying that you know you feel that you cannot go back on stage for the for the concert kudos to you jenny for taking time out and listening to the, what the doctor is saying and for those of you who are listening to this um the doctor did say or you know the S sm has released a statement saying that until further notice that you know jenny's going to take a break her health had been declining so i see that so Jenny, get well. We're here for you and we'll see you back on the stage. We'll see you back in your promotion schedule when you are ready. Okay, don't let anybody tell you to go back out there before it's time. Okay, that's my soap opera box for the headline news story for today. Um, next up in news, 
There's some more health news. Twice, you know, twice is here in the United States and they are touring. And there was a concert that was supposed to have taken place on June 16th in Seattle and two of Twice's members, and currently they are on their ready to be tour. Like I said, here in the US, um, two of Twice's members tested positive for COVID. So instead of the nine members performing, it will only be seven. The two members who tested positive for COVID um, is Jung Yan and Da Young. So those two have per, per, um, tested, well, I was going performed, <laughs> not performed. They tested positive for COVID. So get your rest. Again, just like Jenny, just get your rest. You know, don't try to do anything that you're not supposed to be doing. And pretty soon you'll be back out on the stage with the other seven members from Twice in Known Time. And by the way, they do have a couple more dates before they complete their North American tour. Um, they have Dallas coming up on the 21st. They have Houston coming up on the 24th and 25th. And they have Chicago coming up on the 28th and 29th, all in this month of June. Now, it is remain to be seen whether those two girls who tested positive for COVID will be able to perform on June 21st in Dallas. So I assume that Jung Young and Dao Young um, is going to try to test again. And if they test negative, of course, they can go ahead and perform on the 21st. But I don't know because, you know, the 16th to the 21st is only five days. So I don't know if they're going to be able to perform then too. So we'll see. Hey, things have happened where people test negative, positive one day and then negative the other day before the fifth or seventh day even happens. So let's hope for the best they can test negative and be back out on the stage in no time so they could perform in Dallas. Okay, moving on from that. Want to talk about the most streamed K-pop groups on Spotify. Now, these are the 10 most streamed K-pop groups. Of course, we know BTS is number one. Does that even surprise you? Um, BTS is number one. But not only are they number one, they are number one by a landslide. And I mean a huge landslide. Um, I looked at the pie for Spotify and BTS takes up a little bit over half the pie. It is crazy. And then you see all the other groups are splitting up the rest of the other half of the pie. So here it is, the 10 most streamed K-pop artists on Spotify are as follows. BTS has a whopping 34.25 billion streams. 34 0.25 billion streams. Second is Blackpink with 10 million point five billion streams. Then you have Twice with 6.6 .6 billion, Stray Kids with 4.88 billion, 17, 3.69 billion, EXO, that was a surprise, EXO's number six with 3.05 billion, TXT is 3.02 billion, so they're pretty close. And they're number seven. Number eight is Red Velvet. Now, that was a surprise because I haven't even heard of Red Velvet lately. Um, ever since the birthday song, I think one other song was released. We really haven't heard much of Red Velvet, so hopefully they'll have a comeback pretty soon. But they are at number eight, okay, with 2.77 billion. Here's another surprise. Sugar. So even though BTS is number one, with 34.25 billion, Sugar himself is number nine by himself. The only, well, actually, there's another soloist. He's the only male soloist in the top 10 of the most streamed K pop artists. He is at number nine with 2.35 billion streams. Now, that's crazy. That is crazy amazing. Like, Sugar? Minyongi August D by himself. Now, let me tell you, that is a surprise. But you know what? That just proves that August D is a force to be reckoned with. Okay, and the number 10 spot 
goes to someone who is a quiet, I call her a quiet weapon, a quiet lethal weapon in the K-pop industry. But she's more on the, I'll say the more non-poppy sound side. She's K-pop, but she she's not like out there in a group or anything. She's solo. And that is IU. She has 2.29 billion. So that rounds out the top 10. And if you are surprised or if you thought someone else would have been in there, let me know. Contact me at that kpoptalk at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on who you thought would have been in the top 10. Is there someone that you're surprised to see? Is there someone that you're not surprised to see? Or is this all what you assume was going to be in the top 10? Now for me, like I said, I was surprised to see Sugar up there because I thought another group like in Hypen maybe or um, I see XO, I thought maybe Shiny would be up there or maybe a tease. Um, but no, Stray Kids doesn't surprise me at all. Um, Twice doesn't surprise me at all. 17, no. Like I said, I was surprised to see Red Velvet. I would have put, like I said, Shiny up there instead of Red Velvet. But, you know, who knows? Um, you know, numbers don't lie. So these are the top 10. Okay, moving on from that. Speaking of Stray Kids, they have recently revealed a new life stick. This is version number two. And this comes ahead of their fan meet and greet on July 1st and 2nd. So I am very excited that they got a new light stick. It looks pretty, it, like, I like it. It looks pretty nice. It doesn't have a well in it, you know, like Nimix's. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm just crazy about that well, y'all. When I saw that light stick from Nimix, I was like, there is a well in their light stick. But um, nevertheless, I do like Stray Kids' new designer, the light stick. And uh, let me know if you're going to get one. Okay, Milestones. Okay, we have three milestones this week to talk about. Actually, four, and I'm going to tell you who the fourth one is in a minute, but three are major, major milestones. Um, G Idol, their song, Oh My God, that one, um, that is at 200 million on YouTube. So, congratulations, G Idol. And IBE, I Am, finally reached 100 million on YouTube. And ATs, well, I guess this is three because I thought that would have been a fourth one, but this is three. ATs, y'all, let me tell you about this group. Like, to me, you remember I said I thought ATs could have been on the top 10 too from um, the all top 10, you know, K-pop artists on Spotify. ATs got this song, y'all. I'm going to talk about it more in the K-release segment. But let me tell you, they reached 15 million and it only has been a week. And they're at 15 million with their new song, Bouncy, the K-Hot Chili Peppers um, music video is so good, you guys. But um, that's the name of it. It's Bouncy and then parentheses. This is K-Hot Chili Peppers. You guys, this song right here is so catchy and the bass is so, oh my God, I can't just... I'll talk about it in the K-Release segment. So you guys have to watch the rest of this um, podcast if you're on YouTube or listen to the rest of this podcast if you're listening via audio streaming because let me tell you, ATs has it going on. That song, Bouncy, I see why it got to 15 million. And at the time of me filming this, I went back and checked. They're at 18 million. So I predict they're going to reach 20 million before the end of this week. So you guys be on the lookout for that. That song Bouncy is real good. Okay, that completes actually our K-pop news for this week. Like I said, this is really going to be about the BTS Festa, but there still was news for me to report. So that was the news for the week. Stay tuned because the segment of BTS news, my bong time boy celebrating 10 years is coming up next. So don't go anywhere. BTS news is coming up next. Welcome back to the K-Pop Talk. It is time for BTS News, talking about my bong tongue boys, BTS, and happy anniversary, happy 10th anniversary, happy 2023 10th Festa to BTS. I am so happy. 
I am so excited. I am so thrilled. All the feelings because of BTS. And let me tell you, this is personal for me because um, as you hear me say every week, back in 2020, BTS is all I knew. And it's through this podcast that I'm getting to know other K-pop groups and the history of K-pop and the K-pop culture. But let me tell you, BTS has a special place in my heart as with a lot of ARMY hearts because, you know, of the message that they hold when they speak, when they sing, when they perform. Um, you know, I've never been, and I'm, and I'm in my 50s, okay? You know, I, I could tell you my age because I'm proud of it. But I have never seen... And my son today on this, today is June 17th, right? My son just turned 32 today, okay? My daughter will be 30 on July 4th. And I just, you know, I think of them as my, my, my kids. And I always say, I have a son and a daughter and seven adopted BTS people, BTS sons. I have seven adopted BTS sons, people. So I, um... I look at each seven of the members and I can tell they each have seven different personalities and I don't even know them, but from what I can see, they bring light to everybody. They bring joy to everybody. And I'm one of those people that they bring light and joy to. And when I saw them, like I said, you always hear me say for those who have been listening to me for a while, but um, the new ones that are listening for the first time, I saw them perform. My daughter had just done a music video for a well-known artist and I was looking for that music video and I run across Black Swan and it was seven Asian guys performing beautifully and I saw Jimin go across. It was that one, one um, segment where he starts in the back and he does this solo dance going to the front of the line. And I said, that boy has ballet. I know he has ballet. And so I went and got my daughter. I said, he's ballet trained, isn't he? And she said, yes, because she was a professional ballerina for close to a decade. So over a decade, actually. And I was like, what is it about this group that just captured me? What is it about this group that just captured me? That this black lady in her 50s had to sit there and watch them for hours to learn about them and hear them sing. And the message that they were having was so positive and real. They were talking about suicide. They were talking about loving yourself. They were talking about drugs. They were talking about so many things. And it was like, you can do it. They were being real, you guys. And yes, they have evolved over the years. Their sound has evolved over the years. But you know what? They stayed true to themselves. They just evolved in their sound. Because J-Hope still raps. R.E.M. still raps. Sugar still raps. V just let out a little Jazz DeV clip. Was it DeV La Jazz? La Jazz DeV <laughs> clip. He's doing his jazz music. Sounding like Frank Sinatra. I mean, Jen let out the astronaut. He has that poppy sound. You know, that contemporary pop sound he did with Coldplay. John John Cook. Y'all already know about John John Cook. I don't even have to tell y'all about him. But each one has this sound that is uniquely theirs. When they do their solo projects, you hear it. I have so much appreciation for these young men and hearing about their stories of who they were before they became BTS. Did you know Jimin and Jen couldn't even sing? They didn't even know how to sing. Sugar didn't even know how to rap or sing. He was a producer. All he wanted to do was produce music and write music. That was his lane. And Hitman Bone was like, I think you can do it. Now look at Sugar. He's singing. He's rapping. Heck, he's on tour right now. And you have so much 
heart in these young men that they can dance like no one else. They can sing like no one else. And like I said, Sugar Lone is the ninth most streamed K-pop person. I just say that a lot of people hate on BTS and it's your right if you want to hate on them. I understand that not all ARMY are nice. That's in any group of artists, right? But for those of us who have a personal connection to ARMY and a personal connection to BTS because what BTS has implemented in our lives, I say be proud of it. Be proud of your connection to BTS and your connection to ARMY. The people who love the Beatles back then have a private connection to them. You're going to tell them that they're wrong? I say... Let's celebrate BTS because BTS brought so much light to so many different situations. One, they brought light to K-pop itself. And yes, I know there's EXO and there's Monster and there's Shiny and there's, was it TVXQ, I think it is? And all these other groups that came before them. But it's just like the pioneers of each genre of music that had come before the ones who actually took off in it. It happens in music. You have someone to pave the way, come up with this genre of music, and then you have an artist that comes down the line that breaks through the barrier to the masses and, wow, exposes that genre of music to everyone. And that's what BTS did. They were able to break through to everyone. I'm one of the people that they broke through too. And I love BTS. I love everything that they stand for. Not one time if I heard their music, I'm like, uh-uh, y'all degrading women. I can't listen to you. You talking about too much sex. I'm you, I can't listen to you. No, I've never been to that route. I really think that sometimes... Someone can come along once in a lifetime or once in a generation or once in a decade and they will change the landscape of how we feel about a certain genre of music or music in general and BTS embodies that. The numbers don't lie. I just said they were the number one most streamed K-pop group by a landslide. What they were, 34.25 and then you got 15, 20, no, 20. They lead Blackpink by 24 billion. No, 24. Yeah, 24 billion. So that should say something right there, right? So that's why I celebrate BTS. You know, I, I just think that their, you know, their story in itself, and everyone has a story. Everyone has a story of how they got from their start to where they're at now. Because if you look at Blackpink, you look at Stray Kids, you look at Twice, you look at all those other people, IU, you know, IU used to be poor and broke. They all have a story to tell. So it's not like none of those people need to be discounted on how they got their start. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about BTS's start because they're their packaging was so unique. And the reason why I say that is because they weren't fabricated in the way like normal K-pop groups were. They were allowed to produce their own music. They were allowed to write their own music. And they broke the mold on what normal K-pop artists do. You know? So that's why I take such an interest in BTS. That's why I, I really love BTS. Their sound was very unique than other K-pop music sounds. They grew into being different. And it's okay. It's okay to be different within your own genre. And BTS was that. That's when a lot of people stopped listening to them. That's when a lot of people stopped liking them. And they still grew because they became a worldwide sensation. And you know what? There's a motorcycle that just <laughs> drove past my house. If you guys listen, I apologize. But you know what? It's okay because not everyone's going to like you. As they say, haters going to hate. That's true. Even RM said that. Kim Nunjun, the leader. I know that BTS makes an impact on the world. 
Otherwise, they wouldn't have gotten invited to the UN. They wouldn't have gotten invited to the White House. So as I said, one of the ways they broke broke and broke broke out was through the music, right? They stood up for the music. Another thing is they stood up for the culture of AAPI. They stood up for the culture of them being Asian. They brought that awareness to the main stage. And I'm not Asian, but I can tell you as a minority, you know, how many times have you heard an Asian person on the radio? How many times have you really heard BTS on the radio or Stray Kids or Twice speaking in their native tongue on the radio? You hear you hear a lot of Latina music on the radio in the native tongue, but you don't hear a lot of Asian music on the radio in the native tongue. It's changing because of BTS. I'm not saying it's changed by a lot. We still have a ways to go. We still have a ways to go in Latina music as well. But what I'm saying is, it's now breaking in. And you need someone to break through to break in. And BTS has done that. Mm -hmm. Another way that BTS is breaking in and making a breakthrough in certain things is being able to write and produce your own songs. Because when K-pop first started, they manufactured your group for you. In other words, that record label or that record company would tell you what songs you were going to do, what songs you're going to sing, what, what your choreography is, you know, where you're going to go. It's like you really had no control. Well, BTS took that control back. That's why they got shares of Hive. And there's other artists now who get shares of their company. Not all of them, but some of them, they, they do have shares of, of the company that they're with. And another thing too, now other groups are starting to produce and write their own music. I know Woozy, remember Woozy talked to Sugar because he does a lot of 17 stuff, if not all of it. And you got... Um, Kaz Entertainment. What is his name? Zico. Zico is doing his own stuff now. Like there's so many people that are, they're starting to be in charge of their own work. So that is so astounding to me that they're just now getting to this point. But you know what? It took a couple of artists to break through. Just like it took G-Dragon and it took Big Bang to break through to be the forefather of where BTS is now. Now BTS, they gave the torch to BTS. Now BTS is carrying that torch on. I was very happy to see at um, Yildo, which is near Hans River um, in Seoul, they expected 300,000 people to come and it ended up being over 400,000. 120,000 were foreigners like myself. I wasn't there, but I'm just saying like myself. I was so happy to hear that. And RM did this thing called It's 5 p.m. This is Kim Nanjun. And when he was there at the you know um 2023 BTS Festa. Um, he had a couple surprise phone calls. One, he didn't even know who it was. It was John John Cook. And he said, he said, I'm your biggest fan. And he still didn't know who he was, but we knew who he was. It was JK John John Cook. And V called in, Kim Tae Young called in. Now let me tell you about Kim Tae Young before I tell you about the rest of um that day, the festa day. Kim Tae Young had um as we know, he just set a record. Um, the fastest person to get to 60 million followers on Instagram. And by the way, he also is the fastest person to get to 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, 40 million, and 50 million on Instagram. That's Kim Tae Young. Not only was Kim Tae Young the fastest one to get to 10 million, he was the fastest one to get to 1 million. I think it was like 43 minutes. He got to 1 million followers on Instagram and 10 million, I think it was like four hours and 52 minutes, something like that to get to 10 million. That is fast. If you can get to 10 million less than five hours, that's crazy. But anyways, getting back to V, 
he has these fandoms all over the world and one of them is called Nuna V and she is the she has the largest K-pop fan fan page for V with 2.2 million followers on Twitter. She actually did a gallery um similar to V's uh, photo fo folio which he did. You remember when each of the seven members did this photo folio um each had a different theme of all these pictures they took. V's was beautiful with a V and she did something similar to that to celebrate um 10 years of Festa, particularly her focus was on V. And then the Chinese V fan club is called Biedu V. And they um, had decorated large buses that were driving around in Seoul. And the last one was um, KTH, well, Kim Young um, supporters. They did a full page advertisement in Ilgon Sport newspaper. So they really were showing their love for V. So congratulations V on your supporters doing that. Now there were supporters of all the all seven of them, but as we all know, V has a very, very large following. He has the most following out of all seven members as far as social media goes. Um, so that's why I had talked more about V than the other followers. Because these people here for V, they 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 went overboard, like overboard. Not overboard in a bad way, overboard in a good way. Um, and what I mean by overboard, I mean more than a normal person. But um, they went all out for V, let me tell you. And another thing is, speaking of V, he always goes out of his way for people. Like he has a very gentle heart. If you watched um, Vinny's Kitchen, you will see how gentle V is. And he's very humble. Like when people walk into that kitchen in Mexico, because it's about them opening up a street vending type thing in Mexico. And um, when people recognize him, he's just very matter of fact. He's just very humble. And like, don't even want to tell people he's V. But V was coming back. As we know, V had a schedule in Paris. So he had to leave again last week to go to Paris. And when he had come back, let me back this up. When he went to Paris, there's this street that is well known for like um, paintings, like people would paint pictures of you or draw pictures of you. It's a very artsy type street in Paris, Paris. And there's this artist by the name of Montmartre. Montmartre. My daughter knows French. T-R-E is what? Tre. I can't pronounce it, y'all. Don't laugh at me. Please don't laugh at me. Is Montmartre. That's the name of the artist. Montmartre. And he drew this caricature of V. And I know you guys saw it on Instagram. Well, when he was coming back from Paris and he was back in Seoul, he had the caricature rolled up, the, the drawing, and he was coming off of the airplane. And as he was getting in the car, he saw the fandom, right? They were there screaming his name, you know, you know, they was talking about, you know, hi and, you know, trying to get his attention. Well, V told his security, he pointed and he walked over and gave that drawing to a fan. I about fell out. I was like, what? Why couldn't I be there and get this drawing? That drawing is going to be worth a lot of money. So if you're watching me or if you're listening to me, the one who got that drawing, you better frame it. You better mat and frame that bad boy and hang on to it because it's going to be worth a lot of money. Trust me. Okay. Um, moving on from that. So now we're, we're back at the fest again. We're back at, um, Kim Nunjun's, uh, festa when it is called it's 5 PM and this is Kim Nunjun. So we said that, um, RM had a phone call from V RM had a phone call from John, John cook. And also RM had a video call from sugar. So sugar said that he wishes that he could be there, but Sugar actually was in um, Singapore. And Sugar said that he was in Singapore and that um, he said that he wanted everybody to enjoy. Sorry, I'm looking down, just make sure I got my notes for those of you watching me on YouTube. But uh, he said that he wanted 
to say hello to the fans and that he wishes that he could be there. He was in Singapore. That was his last stop on his tour before he comes back to Seoul and does a concert back in Seoul. As you know, when he wraps up, when a lot of K-pop artists, they start off in Seoul or they'll wrap up in Seoul. So he's wrapping back up in Seoul and he said that he's excited and he just wanted people to really enjoy um, the festivities with Festa. So I thought that was pretty neat that he came on and he, you know, talked to the fans. The only one I didn't hear from was Jimin. I know Jimin was on Weverse the other day and he was saying that he's working hard on music and he wants people to be safe because you guys, it was, it was blistering hot out there in Seoul, but fans still descended upon Yeldo and he, they also descended upon Seoul and they did not care. These these fans, like I said, almost a half a million, 400,000 plus fans descended upon Seoul to appreciate everything BTS has done for them. And let me tell you, um, when Aryam had finished talking to people, um, which I mean by the other BTS members, he went ahead and read some of the um, stories from some of the fans. And one story that really touched me was the story that um, Aryam read about a person who has been following BTS since they were in middle school. Now remember BTS, like I said, 10 year anniversary. So he said he was following BTS since middle school and now he works in the company. Isn't that something? You follow BTS this whole time. You started off in middle school following BTS and now you are working in the company. Isn't that something? And BTS was like, RM was like, wow, I really do appreciate, you know, you being a fan of ours since you're in middle school and now you're working in the company. RM was like, that is amazing. You know, he was so happy and it really touched his heart when he read that because he didn't know he was reading before he read it. And just to read that, RM started crying before all this was over. He was really touched by everything that was going on, you know, at the festa. Okay, so R.M. also said something else about speaking in English. He said that one of the reasons why R.M. said that he wanted to speak in English was because he wanted to make sure he communicated to as many people as he could, um, you know, out there in the fatoodle of the world. You know, he wanted to make sure that he expressed his feelings to as many army as possible. And... He was very happy to learn that ARMY was learning Korean. I'm one of them. I'm learning Korean too. Nay, nay, myself. I just said, yes, yes, that's right in Korean. Um, yeah, I've been learning Korean and I really want to become fluent in it. And is it the easiest language? No, not really, but I am picking it up. I am learning and it's a fun language to learn actually. So, um, there's that. So I know there's plenty of the army out there that are also learning Korean. And I'm saying, if you want someone to practice with, your girl is here. We could practice Korean together. And, um, I thought that was very good about Kim uh, Nanjun talking about how he wanted to learn Korean. And he's excited that we're learning Korean as well. And, he performed um, Intro to Persona, and I think that was off the Map of the Seven album. And then he also performed Fireworks. Let me tell y'all, when he performed Fireworks, I lost it. I, I lost it. I really did. Because I remember when Indigo came out, and I remember when I watched that video, I cried. I cried my eyes out. I really did. Because it was such an emotional video. You could tell R.M. was really um, singing from the heart in that video. And it sparked the beginning. Well, actually, J-Hope sparked the beginning of the next solo albums, projects coming out. But when Jen did his, his was just the single, right? But when R.M. did his, it sparked a new, you know, resurgence of them doing their solo project. Because then after him came Jimin and now Sugar. And, you know, Sugar has his talk show and all this stuff started coming out. It started really rolling in, you know, after um, Jen did the astronaut and then RM did his solo project. And it really, really was a very emotional day for everybody. So 
that's basically what the uh, BTS festival was about, you know, with R.E.M. And then it concluded later on that evening with um, John John Cook um, narrating the fireworks. And it was so beautiful. I showed my daughter some of the um, pictures um, from the fireworks. And, you know, I thought on New Year's Eve, Seoul did such a phenomenal job of their fireworks. Let me tell you, top three in the world. Top three, five. They were up there with the top three fireworks in the world. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. And when I saw the BTS fireworks, I was blown away again. I mean, and, and just having a whole city lit up in purple. You guys, Seoul is very big. I don't know if you guys realize how big Seoul is, but Seoul, it may be bigger than LA. And I live in LA and LA is big it is the biggest city land-wise in the united states we're the second most populated city in the united states and i believe seoul is bigger than us yep and to have the whole city lit up in purple is amazing if you guys want to see some of the pictures i put it on my instagram it's the same thing that k-pop talk on my instagram and you will see um some of the highlights i put in from the city that's lit up in purple it's so beautiful and I believe that is it because nothing else really is going on with any of the members from BTS. Like I said, you know, um, Jim was on his Weverse. Jen and J-Hope really haven't said anything. I, I know J-Hope said something on, J-Hope and Jim both said something on their social media on that day. But it was very brief and it's because they're probably because they're in the military. But nothing else really is going on. And, um, you know, I still am on RM watches, I call it, because RM, you know, he really has been um, very emotional lately. And I say that sarcastically because, you know, just to see RM cry and shed a tear or two is very, um, you know, he's the leader. So, you know, he has to remain strong for everybody else. So, I am pretty sure he's going to be next to go into the military. Almost positive that he's going to be next to go into the military. And I think this was probably his last performance before he goes in. And, um, you know, he did that collab with Called. Um, and if you guys haven't seen that collab, that music video, it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. So artistic. And, you know, um, I think Jimin's going to be next. And um, John John Cook, I know everybody wants his album to come up July 14th, but you guys, I don't know. If he does it, I'll be highly surprised. You remember last week on my podcast, I'm like, you know that one outlet came out and said that, but I really don't know if that outlet is true. You remember when I said Sports Chosun, Chosun C-H-O-S-U-N, was the one who originated that story. And I said that if that's not true, it's not going to look good for that news outlet who first reported it, you know? So um, I hope it's true. But again, I don't know, you guys. I'm still going off of what the what the um, shareholders meeting said, that it was the fourth quarter for John John Cook to come out with his music, and it's the third quarter for V to come out with his music. So we'll see what happens. And speaking of V, before we wrap up BTS news, V put out his um his little his little um live clip. You remember Jimmy put out his last week, which was Dear Army. And then V put out his which was called Le Jazz de V. And let me tell you, y'all, I'm so excited for V. V is coming to his own. Sounds like Frank Sinatra very smooth classical jazzy voice like all that in one right very smooth voice and um he had the band behind him you know the live band behind him with the cello and the piano and the, and the drums and you know he had on his jazz suit sort of like a zoo suit in a way you know you know like sort of classy you know dapper don like and um he sang uh a Christmas song. I forgot the name of it, but um the the Christmas song and All I Want for Christmas, I think. And it was very classical. It's beginning to look alike like Christmas. 
It's beginning to look like, like Christmas everywhere you go. He was singing that song, right? And I lost it on that one too. And then he had this artist called Mina Seal. And she sang, um, Heaven. Heaven, I'm in heaven. And he sang that song and they sounded so good. So you guys, I'm going to put the link in the description box of him singing that song. You guys, again, don't, don't come after me for my, for my singing y'all. I'm just giving y'all a little sample so you guys know what this, the song is. But, um, yeah, that was it for, for BTS for this week. You guys, you know, there really wasn't a lot of news. Um, I'm just really shooting the breeze with you guys about what the festival is about, you know, and, you know, next year, you know, we're really going to feel the brunt of it because um, we're still going to celebrate. But as you know, the majority of the members are going to be in the military this time next year. So it was good that we were able to celebrate like this. And we're going to celebrate really big when year after next, when they all start coming out. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. So we all have to keep and lift each other up through this time, you guys. And um, just cherish this moment. Like RM says, always think about the present and always think about, you know, um, cherishing the memories that you had in the past. But think about the present because the present is going to set the presence for the future, right? So if we can keep that memory alive in the present and keep BTS's spirit alive in the present, guess what? When they get out of the military, the, the spirit is already going to be here to lift them up and keep them going so we can have a reunion concert, right? Right. So, okay. All right, you guys. We're going to wrap it up with BTS news. Um, You know, like I said, there's still going to be other festive stuff going on. I believe they're actually going to celebrate the festa through, what, the 20, 29th, I think? So it's going to be going on for two weeks, they said. So um, right around 27th to 29th, that's when they're going to wrap up. My son's birthday was today, you guys. And just knowing that my son's birthday was on the same day of Festa, it couldn't have been more better. It could have been better planned, you guys. I just have so many things to be grateful for personally. Like I said, my son turned 32 and celebrating BTS's festa, life is good, you guys. And then I have a birthday on the 26th, right when the festa ends. And it's going to be a, a way of reflecting for me as I turn 52 and BTS is wrapping up their anniversary year. And, um, and then my daughter's birthday is July 4th. So it's been a whirlwind month for me, you guys. I am just so blessed and so appreciative for so many things and better yet just to see bts go through what they're going through and being so loved you guys bts is so loved and i love seeing that from you guys okay the next segment is my last segment this is called k releases where i go and talk about what music videos have been released so don't go anywhere that's my very last segment bts news is ending and k releases and k vibes is beginning on the next segment don't go anywhere because it's coming up next welcome back to the very last segment this is called k releases and k vibes where i go over the new releases of music videos from the past week or so and really because like i said there's really not much news going on there's really not much in the way of music releases either but there have been a lot of teasers that are letting us know that there are going to be some music videos coming out but i'm not going to go over those I am just going over the actual mini, sorry, music videos that have been released. Now, I only count one, two, three, three music videos. And the first one I mentioned earlier is ATs and Bouncy. Y'all, I the K-Hot Chili Peppers, girl, I, I cannot talk because this music video is so good. I am at lost for words. I am at a lost for 
words. I literally am. You guys just have to see it. It The choreography was good. The production was good. The cinematography was good. The idea of how to make that music video was good. It encompasses, y'all, there's so much going on. There's pyrotechnic stuff going on. You got a boxing ring. You got music video of game video elements in it. Um, not music video. You have game video elements in it. Um, you have cow. What did, did I already say? Cowboy elements in it. You have. Um, Y'all just have to watch it. It's just good, you guys. It is so good. This song, the choreography is is really good. But this song, it's like a slow, stretchy bass beat. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. I mean, it's just so good, you guys. And they went from, I think on the first day alone, they had like 12 million views. And this music video was released a couple of days ago. It's already at 18 million. They've already, I mean, this is good, y'all. You guys have to see it. It's called Bouncy by ATs. I remember um, when I first heard of ATs, I remember a lot of people was telling me, you need to listen to ATs. That was one of the first groups besides EXO, SHINee, Monster X. You know, um, I remember when um, a lot of people were talking about Stray Kids, they would also mention ATs at the same time. So I will always hear Stray Kids and ATs mentioned in the same category. And I listened to ATs. I was very impressed with them. And now Bouncy came out. I'm just like, oh my goodness. It is so good. You guys, you got to watch it. I'm not even going to say anything else. I, I'm at, Like I said, I'm at lost words. It may sound like I'm talking in circles because there's so much going on in that music video. But it's so good. So, Bouncy, in parentheses, K-Hot Chili Peppers. You guys need to watch that video. I promise you. I promise you that you will at least be entertained. Well, hopefully. I can't promise you because I don't know what, you, what you're thinking. But I'm telling you, it's good. In my opinion, it's so good, y'all. It's so good. Okay. The next music video is by a soloist. His name is Ren, R-E-N. And he used to be a part of this K-pop group called Newest. And he was the youngest member of Newest. And he is solo now. He is with, he was with Pledis Entertainment under New West, but now he broke off. He's with a entertainment company called BPM. Um, and he is doing good. I mean, this music video was released four days ago. I already got 2.3 million views. It's called Ready to Move. And this is one of those songs. You remember I always describe like one of those feel good groovy songs that, you know, when you're going to going out at night or going to dinner and or you're going along the beach you got your drop top down or you got your windows rolled down it's dark you're playing your music you're getting ready to go to the a very nice dinner or you're getting ready to go out to the club or you're getting ready to you know and i'm not talking about club as in boom 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 not that club you know like a bar club type thing this is the song that you want to play it's a very nice groovy feel good song that makes you just want to groove a little bit, and that's it. I mean, it's it's real, real good. It's called Ready to Move by Ren, R-E-N. Okay, the third one, well, actually, let me, let me before I mention the third one, I do want to mention a, a teaser film by Zero Base One. It's not a music video. It's a teaser film, and it's called um, Back to Zero Base, and... It's a three-minute long video, and it's just showcasing a little bit of who they are. Zero Base has yet to really debut. They came out on uh, April 30th, and their debut date is actually set for July 10th. And the debut date is a mini album, and that mini album is called Youth in the Shade. Their fandom is called Zero, Z-E-R-O-S-E. -E. So they already got their fandoms already. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear them uh, perform just from hearing their mini film. And I'm going to put that in my description box on my YouTube when I release my YouTube video. 
um, portion of the podcast. You guys, I think they're ones to watch. They're called Zero Base One. All one word. Zero Base One, but it's one word. They're nine members. Be on the lookout for them. Okay. The fourth or third video, fourth video technically, but third music video is by V of BTS. And this I mentioned it earlier. It's called Le Jazz de Vie. And of course, it's French. And... Um, the clip that I put on my Instagram was the part when he was singing, um, heaven, heaven, I'm in heaven. He was singing that with Mina Co. Um, but in the whole clip that he releases on La Jazz de Vie, he actually, like I said, he was singing, um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. He sings that and then he segues, he segues into heaven and he brings her on. It's such a beautiful live clip, you guys. Like I said, V is in his own element, his own genre, um, and he really showcases his voice and what he can do. Now, I will say, y'all know me, I'm going to keep it real with you. He looks sort of tired, actually, in the heaven clip. I don't know if it's because of the schedule, but I can see little bags in his eyes. V, let me tell you, if you got to get some sleep, get some sleep. We don't want, you know, what happened to Jenny to happen to you. And um, also what happened to um, Onu. I forgot to mention this. Onu also had to sit out too due to health reasons. He looked very fragile. And a couple other people, you guys take care of your health. Take care of your health, you K-pop singers out there, because it's not worth your health deteriorating if you can't participate in these activities because you're sick or because you know you 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 know you're not taking care of your bodies. The one thing we want you guys to do out here in the world of listening to you guys and watching you guys is take care of your bodies. That comes first. Your health comes first, not us. Trust us. We always gonna be here. You need to take care of your health, and you guys. Um, send good vibes out to them, you know, so they can return to us and perform, you know, for us. So that's what we want. We don't, we don't want them, you know, um, having their health deteriorate because they feel pressure. Let's not put that pressure on them. Let them be them. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough of me on being on my soap opera box. Let me get off again. And in this podcast, you guys, you know, like I said, this podcast is really about the celebration of BTS. And like I said, they mean a lot to me personally. Um, I know not everyone listening to my podcast is a BTS army. You know, I listen to all K-pop music, all forms of K-pop because there's different types of K-pop too. It's just that BTS is my bias because that's who I discovered first and that's who touched my heart first. They will always have a special place in my heart always but i do love other k-pop groups as well so i respect other k-pop groups as well so you know i know you stays out there you you carrots out there you blinks out there it goes on and on and on and on i respect all of you guys and i love your music so you know it's all love out here it's all love out here we are one because we all love K-pop. We all have that in common, the love of K-pop. So until I see you guys again next week, you guys, um, I don't know exactly when I'll be posting next week or when I'll actually put my video up because, like I said, my birthday's coming up on the 26th, and so I want to be celebrating. But I will post um, a a um, podcast up. I just don't know exactly if it's going to be Friday, Saturday, or Sunday next week. So if I don't post it up right away, continue to look out for it. It will go up, okay? Once again, my name is Denise. I hope I see you again next week. If you love what I have to say out here at that K-Pop Talk podcast, please don't forget to click, like, share, and most importantly, subscribe to my podcast channel. And if you want to support there is a link in the description box. Once again, you already know what time it is. It is all about that K-pop talk and I should see you next week. Bye.